Hello. <laughs> Hello. Why is that funny? <laughs> it's just the way you say it is funny. It's like, are you saying hello to a person or like a robot? I'm saying hello to you, which I don't know which one of the two you are, but it's a hello nonetheless. <laughs> Both. I'm an android. <laughs> um, hi, everyone. Welcome to Scary Talk episode 39. We do keep count, believe it or not. Um, our 39th episode. Wow. How fantastic. How are you, Shannon? I'm okay. Uh, I ate some food and now I feel all warm. And that's all I want, you know, is to just crawl into a bed and light myself on fire, you know? Yep. I can totally relate. <laughs> Good. Um, uh... This is the second episode we've done in October. Um, the spook factor is only increased from last week's episode. So we're really going to try and get into that spooky feel this time. Like even more so. And then we'll see what happens even next week. Um, I am loving October so far. I love the decorations at my house. I love the weather. I love like thinking of costume ideas for the 31st. Shannon, how are you enjoying your October so far? Um, good. I saw Alien today for the second time. It's the fortieth anniversary. Um and it was like extra scary on a big screen because like I was like, Oh my god. I don't know why it hit me so much more on a big screen, but it did and I was like I was they they got me with some jump scares, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Sigourney Weaver is old. Also iconic. <laughs> Oh um. my god. She is iconic. <laughs> um Okay. So, uh yeah. Happy October everyone. I hope you enjoy the, the the spook fest, the spook month, the spook feel. It's great. I love it. Only comes once a year. Enjoy it. <laughs> anyway, today we're talking about Well today we're talking about something really spooky. <laughs> um today we're talking about internet mysteries. Really about one internet mystery. A singular, extensive topic that Shannon and I decided to both cover so we could give you guys as much insight as possible. At least that's the version we're going to give you. Um... <laughs> we all know the real version. It's that we didn't communicate properly. <laughs> <laughs> and we both ended up picking the same fucking topic, which has never happened before. That Not that I'm aware of or that I can recall. So this is kind of funny. Because we never think it'll happen, and then it happened. So we're talking about the same thing. But it's okay. It really is an extensive topic. And I really think that we can cover an hour with just this. Because there's so much information. So mm -hmm. we're going to get into it. Today, we are talking about Lake City Quiet Pills. Um, so again, very big, very extensive. Surprisingly, though, I actually had never heard of this before. Well, before a couple of days ago when I did the research. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah, same. I... I discovered it before you. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when I it, it actually kept popping up in my YouTube recommendations, and I was like, "What is this? I don't want anything to do with this." And then finally, I was like, "Fine, I'll look at it." And then I oh my god, like, did you did you watch the video by Barely Sociable? Is that what? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched that too, like, when it came out. So we might have found this, like, at the same time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So, um, uh, thank you 
YouTube user, barely social, for introducing this to us. This, uh, to this topic. Clearly, this is where we got this from. So, and then yeah. and and then we found some information online. I got um this really insightful article um from Unresolved uh, podcast. Um, that's what I'm gonna be drawing my stuff from. Just wanted to like put it out from the get go. Um, anyway, Lake City Quiet Pills. So, I guess we'll get started. So. Let's give some background. In, okay, how do I... Mm, okay, so Reddit is a website. <laughs> um, when I tell you guys that this is extensive, it is extensive. So that's why like, I'm trying to figure out where the best place to start would be. So um, Reddit is a thing. There's people on it. There used to be a person on it. <laughs> and their username was Religion of Peace. I think that's a good place to start. So... This was um, back in, well, I mean, this user was on that website for years. Um, however, to give mm, to give kind of a quick background, we'll kind of untangle this later. In 2009, this Reddit user, his name is Milo from what we can gather, he passes away. All right. Mm-hmm. This guy, his username is Religion of Peace. He was a moderator for a porn subreddit, basically. Um, it was called Jailbait. It was it was for like like as close like like as you can get to child porn, basically without breaking any laws. Uh, he was a moderator for that. He was apparently like an old man. At least he claimed to be so, like late seventies. And he also loved talking about. Um, like military technology and like military strategy that was his thing he claimed to have been in the military for a long time um and in 2009 one day this guy milo religion of peace he dies he passes away i mean as far as we know he died <laughs> i mean well that's like that's what we're gonna get into i'm really trying to paint like the simplest picture i can right now so when we get into the nitty-gritty like people at least know what the fuck we're talking about so like in the in a nutshell this is a person this is what they did they were they were they were a prolific user of one subreddit since they were the mod of it they were the moderator of it and they also love talking about military strategy and military just stuff in general. They were an old man in 2009. They seemingly pass away. And a someone who claims to be a friend of this person, of this Milo character, this person, um, creates an account on Reddit. Like it was, it was literally created like basically that same week that this person passed away. Matter of fact, that same day, seemingly only to make this announcement. So that's literally what they created it for. Um, that this this account by this friend was created for so they could say Milo passed away. Everyone, um, I guess they were saying this to like the jailbait subreddit since he was the mod of that. Um, not clear on that, but anyway, he said that he had passed. People on Reddit seemed to know him, and so the the post got uploaded a bunch, at least in his community, um, and that's that. But then the real mystery kind of takes off. Over the next year or so, uh, a lot of curious Redditors began to search throughout the history of both users' religion of peace and his friend, whose username I forgot to mention. The username is 2-6. So they began to search through the history of both of these users. um, And they found some strange links to a bizarre website named Lake City Quiet Pills. And Shannon, you want to take it from here? (laughs) Sure. Um, so I kind of love that, like, 
since like the beginning of reddit people on reddit have been like trying to solve mysteries or whatever you know like that's just the beauty of the internet which is kind of iconic so um so i kind of want to like take it a little further back just a little bit but we're going to stay on that same track so i want to say the user um 2-6 which is an actual two and then a dash and six really mm -hmm. generic username um the reddit people actually um found a connection through him as well before um linking it to the lake city quiet pills so we know for a fact that these two people if they are two separate people are related um in some way shape or form because they found a similar username and this you can take that with a grain of salt but they found a username angel 2-6 on a website called fark um this was kind of like reddit um and the person had kind of been on there since 2001 it was like, it was like an old reddit back in the day like a precursor to reddit basically yeah and and basically redditors found this this um other user on this other website and they saw that the email address attached to that website was angel.2.6 at lakecityquietpills.com and so mm -hmm. already we have this weird connection of like you had to dig a little deep for it but you can see that they somehow knew each other or somehow related to this website um mm -hmm. and that person also on fark had been talking about rifles and guns and all this weird stuff um and i don't know if you already brought it up but i feel like this is a pretty um well i guess you haven't but it's a pretty weird part of this that's worth mentioning um religion of peace and angel 26 had the the slogan dispensing lake city quiet pills to lousy bastards in need of permanent rest since 1968 as like the signature on their comments a lot mm -hmm. um so yeah that's just creepy and weird and it'll kind of make sense when we actually get into the crux of what this mystery is mm -hmm. but yeah so now we're gonna wind back and we're gonna talk about the actual website so like you said it was like a gross porn website where people who like were basically pedophiles would go to look for girls who looked underage I don't know for a fact. Well, wait, wait. I was talking. Were. I was talking about the jailbait subreddit that Milo, aka Religion of Peace, moderated while he was still alive. Um, mm -hmm. But but the but yes, the Lake City Quiet Pills website, a different entity, was also an, was an image hosting website and also was mostly porn. Yes, continue. Yes. <laughs> So it was mostly used for porn, which is why anyone who would go on to it, and I'm sure just assuming this about the world, there would be a lot of people on that website. Um, there would be a lot of traffic occurring there. And so it's not something that like you would immediately be like, oh, there's something sketchier going on here because that's already sketchy as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, so I don't know. And I think part of that is pretty intelligent in a way and like a in like a what's the word diabolical way it's like you already know people are going to be here like thousands of people because people are gross so it's it's a good place to hide in plain sight so basically here's this motto here's these image hosting things and then the redditors kind of began to look inside or behind the website at the code 
And that's where it was like a lot different than what it was like proposed proposed to be like so first in the code was that motto um dispensing mm-hmm. lake city quiet pills to lousy bastards and need a permanent rest and there was a lot of weird names and acronyms just thrown about in there uh, statements in the code that looked like it was like for jobs listing requirements um just random things that didn't really make sense. So like one says need formed group eight to 10 single op delivery bonus, um, stuff like that. There's another one that says immediate need eight to 10 Chinese slash Korean fluent Korean dialect accent details after contact 12 week half pay. And so obviously a good one that a good one that I saw was, um, what was it? Need formed group eight to 10, Single op delivery bonus, quote unquote, gentleman's agreement, insurance, immediate need. Like these things clearly <laughs> communicate. I mean, just to say it, they clearly communicate mercenary work to me, at least. And this mm-hmm. is kind of where we're getting more into what this is actually about. So everyone get ready. Go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's. It's weird because, like, if people are communicating that way using this website, like, in the background, it's like, one, how? And two, like, they seem to get away with it for a very long time because this, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't hear about this until, like, just now. And we're talking about 2009. um, And then even before that. So, Redditors kind of were like, okay, this is obviously some sort of black ops hitman shit going on here so let's just poke the bear like why not (laughs) um (laughs) and so people actually researched and found out that there was something called the lake city ammunition plant and it was in the same general area i think it was an hour away from where the user religion of peace was supposed to have lived um and so that's an hour away but there's no way to connect that that factory or whatever to it specifically but it's it's something it's like a lead and then if you look at a comment i mean by but like there is kind of a way to connect it right like this this factory basically manufactured ammunition and it was Uh um oh my god i need to find the city i'll find it in a second but basically uh it was in the same general area where either religion of peace or two six were believed to live to reside and that's where the writers make the connection basically like oh okay oh, oh well duh the factory wasn't lake city that's what it is the factory wasn't lake city uh in michigan or missouri it's one of the two. Oh my god i have to find my notes but anyway there was this was factory missouri. and it was Missouri. Okay, so it was in the Midwest, and it was in the same general vicinity where the two Redditors, or at least one of the two, were believed to reside. And the fact that they used this motto um, in, well, like, the fact that, for example, um, like, Milo used this motto in some of his Reddit posts first connected him to the existence of this Lake City Quiet Pills website. And then when people still found that same motto in the hidden HTML messages of this website's code you know we're like okay so clearly this is the same person as in reddit and then they find the existence of this factory and it's in lake city and it produces bullets and then you reread at least i reread that 
signature. And I'm like, well, obviously, <laughs> it means that this person has been killing people since 1960-whatever. Like, delivering Lake City quiet pills, meaning bullets from the Lake City factory, to bastards in need of permanent rest, meaning death. Like, come on. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the theory that we're going with at this point. Um, and then obviously we find out that he's supposedly dead. Um, there is more information. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, because there was like this other thing of like, no one could really confirm or deny his age. Like he had claimed to be in his 80s. But realistically, he was probably in his 70s, which I guess that doesn't really matter. Like, everyone lies about their age. But, like, there's some things about it that are a little bit weird. Um, Anyway, so after Angel26, or I guess 2.6 on Reddit, posted about um, Milo dying, um, he had some other posts that were basically like, uh, Milo, what did he say? He says, Milo's will cleared probate. Surprise, Milo was loaded. Email Shade, if we sent you out in 2005 to 2009, Shade will have checks cut for you. Amount is by how many times, not by pay total. Small share is three to four thousand. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> the what we're kind of thinking here is that he had, and he kind of said that the guy was leading money for people, but the how many times, not by pay total, is kind of like, uh, does that like mean like how many people you've killed? Like, what is what does that mean? Like, is this bonus? Well, how many? Like... It it seems to me like how many ops that person was sent out for. Okay, here's the uh, thing. Okay. I feel like we're getting like really ahead of ourselves. Like, people are probably like their heads are spinning. Like, what the fuck is going on? So like, basically, but <laughs> well, we're gonna get into some more stuff in a minute as to really why this is a big deal and why this matters at all and how will this theory even make sense like what proof do we have for it but like so far where we are everyone hello is that there were these two shady ass reddit users that were connected to this shady ass website that had some shady ass messages within its html code that talked about seemingly wet work aka assassin work aka mercenary work and people were like, okay, whatever. Why does that matter? There's no actual connection to the real world. We can't find any instances of these people having actually ever operated or killed anyone. Well, that's where we're going to get to. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Well, also, I, I, just to like interject with that, but like, isn't that the main goal of being a mercenary is for you not to know that anyone was murdered? Like, in some instances, like, I mean, it's obviously a murder, but... yes. Yes, that is true, but it, it makes for a very shitty internet mystery if that's for your leads end, right? With just some spooky, like, coded messages. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, so... But anyway, we're talking about the, the, the kind of, uh, the will that the guy left behind, the money. Yeah. So he left the money, and so in theory, if you were one of those people that were somehow a part of this, you would have found out through this message, like, hey, I might have some money. Who even knows, though? Like, it seems like they... I don't know. I guess in theory that's possible. So 2-6 returns, and he says, Happy New Year, everyone. We're having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th. Party starts at 1500 at the usual. 
send your RSVP to Shade. FYI, we're booking a room for three days for anyone coming out of the area and overnight for locals. Come hoist one for Dutch Milo. And that was it. That's all he posted. And I'm fairly certain that's mm-hmm. the last thing he posted. And this was in 2010. Um, in January. A couple of months before that, I should interject, in September 2009, the same guy, uh, 2-6, uh, Angel, he had um, same posted in the same website. Um, for those who have asked, I break Milo's iron key the same day, all is well. That's the whole message. Um, this is actually like a pretty clear message. An iron, an iron key is basically like an encrypted USB drive. Um, and if you break it, that means that you are like you're rendering it useless, basically. Um, that to me adds another piece to the puzzle of like, well, clearly some shady shit was going on here. And I, none of this feels to me like a host or like an ARG or like just because <laughs> like what are the odds that people would have found the hidden HTML code in this weird as random website that they, would, that they would have made the connection between the original Reddit post and this website. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> that's just, I mean, just like to put that out now, that's why this to me doesn't feel like a hoax. So don't even bother asking me at the end of this because I'm going to tell you this to me feels real. Anyway, that's something else that the guy said. Clearly, this guy, Milo, had this drive with a bunch of incriminating evidence. Sounds to me like it. And once he died, his good friend, Angel, took care of it by rendering it useless. So, anyway, go ahead. You go ahead. It's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I I thought I interrupted. Okay, so here's the thing. So, right. Um... We'll just call him Angel, right? Two six, all the same. So Angel posts that message about the birthday party um, to <laughs> whoever's watching this, I guess. Um, which at this time, no one had. This was all happening like under the, like this hadn't been uncovered until none of this was uncovered until after the fact, mind you. All of this. Um, so if all these communications were taking place in two thousand in two thousand and nine. Um, like none of this started being uncovered until a couple years later. So keep that in mind. Um, anyway, he says, we're having a birthday party for the old man. All right. All right. Thanks. Great. The post to me, I'm like, it seems rather innocuous, just out of context. Uh, it's, it's like, Oh, you know, we're throwing a birthday bash for someone to celebrate their life, blah, blah, blah. Like that's all right. Um, but then (laughs) we get into the meat of this mystery. So why the fuck does any of this matter? Um, Let's get a little political, shall we? So there's this guy. His name is Mahmoud al-Mahbou. And he was born in a refugee camp along the Gaza Strip in 1960. Long story short, this guy had been in and out of prison by the mid-80s. And he began to associate with Hamas. For those of you who do not know what that is and did not take political science in college, high degree. Um, the, <laughs> the Hamas is an organization that petitions for the creation of the Palestinian state. I'm sure you guys must have heard about the, the Gaza Strip conflict. This is basically related to that. This guy is on the Palestinian side and he integrated himself into this group of people, Hamas, that advocates for that side that's basically the simplest explanation um many consider it a terrorist organization this will come into play later however not everyone thinks of hamas that way anyway um over the next two and a half decades so what to to now basically like the the early 2000s um this guy 
al-Mahpoo earned a reputation in Hamas. In particular, he claimed credit for the 1989 killing of two Israeli soldiers. Again, this is important and it comes into play later. Uh, in addition to spending time in Egypt, I believe, uh, he went to prison there, and also um, becoming um, a wanted, like a person of interest by Jordan, as in the country of Jordan, this guy continued to rise up the ranks of Hamas in Palestine. And now by the mid-2000s, which is where like a lot of this Lake City Quiet Pill stuff really takes place in, like last decade, basically, um, he was playing a vital role in like rising Iran's revolutionary army. This is, I know this is complicated, but like long story short, the guy was one, killing people, and two, trying to instigate more violence within the Gaza Strip conflict. So a lot of people didn't like him, especially a lot of people on the other side. Um, all right, moving on. Um, towards the end of the early 2000s, uh, this guy had become the target of multiple assassination attempts. And it is reasonable to speculate that a lot of these assassination attempts had been orchestrated by people that were on the other side of the conflict, reasonably so, the Israeli side of the conflict, um, which a lot of people speculate, obviously, Lake City quiet pills, if they were indeed mercenaries, were obviously on that side of the conflict. Now, whether or not they had personal like investment in it is unclear. I doubt it. It seems to me that they were simply hired to do this work by someone who actually had interest in the conflict. I doubt that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that. Yeah. Like, assassins are very, like, geopolitically inclined. Like, oh, I care about the gas. Like, I don't think so, but whatever. Um, so anyway, uh, let's try to bring this back a little. So on January 19th of 2010, this guy, Al-Mabhu, arrives in Dubai. What happens? The guy is flying alone. He's flying under a fake name and with no security guards. So clearly, he did not want to be noticed while in Dubai. Earlier that day, earlier that day of January 19th, 2010, keep this date in mind, his trip had been preceded by a small network of men and women. Numbering around two dozen in total, these individuals had arrived in Dubai using fake names and passports of their own and began coordinating their efforts to track the guy, to track Al-Mabhu. What happens? The operation had at least three coordinators from what authorities know now post <laughs> the events. <laughs> I'll specify what the events means in a second. Um, and all of these coordinators were are presumed to have been working under fake names. Again, remember what that birthday post said like use travel names we'll meet you at the hotel what did it say like um no duis and what else did it say shannon yeah it said yeah, like so no like DUIs. <laughs> yeah so, so... Just start making start making connections in your head were you gonna say something no <laughs> okay so anyway um it, it seems that these three men, these three coordinators, had been to Dubai at least five other times, seemingly to surveil the region, to do some, like, recon work. So, basically, the picture that I'm trying to paint here is, you know, this guy, this this Hamas guy, uh, um, 
Amabhu, he went to Dubai, and it seems that at the same time, this group of at least three men arrived in Dubai using fake names, fake passports, and it appears authorities know these people had been to Dubai at least five other times in recent times to apparently surveil, to kind of like know, get to know the area. So this is super duper fishy. Um, what happens? So... The guy, Amapoop, he, like, enters his hotel that day. He is seen by security cameras, like, entering. And then he stays for, like, 20 to 30 minutes. And then, yeah, if I, if I recall, recall this correctly, because um, I have too many notes, I can't look for this. But basically, after that period of time, like, 25 to 30 minutes, they see like this small group of men go into the same hallway that this guy had entered. And then there's, I think, another set of security cameras that saw the same men entering the same hallway where this guy's room was located in the hotel in Dubai. Um, I guess there's no more like security cameras that can like detail exactly what room they entered, but (laughs) the guy was found dead. So here, let me detail some more. Um, so what happens? Um, so, so they see the men like in this hallway. Okay, nothing happens. And then 20 minutes later, the the men are seen exiting and returning to their respective rooms. Uh, and then within moments after that, they begin to exit the hotel one by one, mind you, with all of their belongings with them. Then within four hours, and we know this because of flight records, um, all of these men have left Dubai entirely with their flights taking them all across the globe Frankfurt, Zurich, Rome, like, clearly they were spreading out so as to, like, to me, this seems so James Bondy, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah. this is a smart operation to, like, distract, basically. They're all going to different destinations. It's almost as if nothing happened after the murder. They leave the hotel immediately. It's done. That's it. So, um, the guy, um, Alma Poob, was obviously murdered by these people. He is not found until 12 hours later in his hotel room. And the most interesting thing is he was found, um, like his room was locked from the inside, number one. Uh, So there were no signs of forced entry. Number two, he didn't have any blunt uh, trauma. He didn't have any uh, cuts or wounds, any deep punctures, nothing like that. So the people were trying to make it seem like a natural death. And initially, authorities actually thought that until the body was sent for an autopsy. And then everyone was like, oh, never mind. Like, it was it was found that the guy had been um, had been injected a muscle relaxant uh, moments prior to his death and then had been electrocuted. That didn't actually kill him, though. So his actual death was via pillow. They suffocated him. Um, and... From the outside, I mean, if you were just suffocated by a pillow and there's no wounds on you, it seems like you just died. Obviously, that's not what happened. The guy was killed. Okay, so that's what happens. Um, (laughs) I mean, let's just make the connection, shall we? Like, (laughs) these people, the Lake City Quiet Pills website, like, people will say, where they were... Like, okay, the murder happened on the same date that these people were supposed to have Milo's birthday bash. And they were talking about using fake names. They were talking about all meeting up in a hotel. They were talking about how the, the, the telephones were not under secure lines. Like, why would you need to know that if you're actually literally going to just a birthday party? Um, 
it, like it's so fishy to me. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Thoughts. Um. Well, I guess I just wonder because I kind of believe it too. Like that's the thing. Like I, I don't see any reason that this would not be happening. And like it's not even that. Like I feel there's any strong proof because one coincidence doesn't necessarily mean that it's all true. Maybe if this kept happening or if we were able to find more, but we obviously can't, which we'll discuss later. But I do believe it just because it's too good of a coincidence. Like that's 24 people about that were at this hotel and did this and then separated. And it's just too weird. And I think, I don't know when we get closer to the end, I can explain more why, but what do you think? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And now that you mentioned the 24 people, just to clarify, when I was saying, like, the group of three men, I misspoke. I meant that there were at least three coordinators from what authorities were able to see, meaning the people that were actually, like, checking the rest of the people into the hotel and the people who seemed to, like, operate the whole operation, um, either because they found, like, bank records from them or, like, phone records of, like, they were the ones renting the, I don't know, like, the vehicles or they were the ones, like, buying the the contraband ammunition like these were the quote-unquote coordinators of the operation but there were a lot more people that actually like committed the crime yeah upwards of two dozen so um what do i think i think (laughs) i think that the internet found a very a very reliable and veritable connection between this murder and this creepy website and it is kind of astounding like i mean i believe it i i i do there's there's a lot right like i mean one the fact that these people are assumed to have worked as mercenaries or be currently working as mercenaries also please don't come for us um (laughs) slash assassin slash like this is what they do like and it seems like this is what the website was devoted to truly like it seems like the porn was just a facade like the fact that this is what they do is already like okay that's a thing and then the fact that these people who that's what they do for a living they kill other people are meeting all in a hotel all under a false you know like the false pretense of a a birthday party seemingly all you know knowing that they have to use fake travel names and fake passports and not use the phones and it's all happening on the same day that this guy this high profile person was murdered like i mean <laughs> if that's not a connection i don't know what is um uh, yeah that's yeah. what i think so the the full message from after the like party invitation mm-hmm. um I'll read that because, like, we kind of talked about it, but I don't think we actually said the full length of it. Um, So, Mm -hmm. Angel26 posted, We got 38 rooms in the Marriott on 46. Shade has the key cards for locals. Pick up at the party. Give your travel name to the desk, and that's it. No ID needed since we're covering the bill. Keep the room service under 500. The phones there are not secure. Bus from the hotel leaves at 1330. Car service vouchers for return trip when you're ready to crash. Don't DUI. So this so... was sent. This was posted on that website before the murder of Al Mabhub took place, and people yeah. were like, "Oh, this is how they planned it." Yeah, and it's just really weird. Like that, all of that is so weird. So they got 38 rooms. Um, it's all paid for. Keep your room service under 500. And then another weird thing about it is that um, they 
they found like cards when they were investigating in Dubai. Um, what were they called? They were called, oh, pay in year cards. So they were prepaid credit cards that the people had used when they were there, the assassins, I guess you could say. Um, the Payoneer came from the U.S. It was, um, the CEO of Payoneer was supposedly had direct ties to Israeli intelligence. Um, and so they think maybe he bankrolled it or something. I don't know. But the point is, the U.S., when asked to cooperate with the investigation, <laughs> did not hand over the cardholder details of the Payoneer credit cards that were used by the assassins. So basically... Oh in, my in, god! Yeah. Jenna, and refusing do to do that, that <laughs> they do, basically do, do hid the identities. Go ahead, go ahead. What? Uh, they just, they, I, I just feel like, because if they had just given them over, they would have revealed who they were. But because they didn't, it kind of makes me think about the fact that, one, the Lake City Quiet Pills area is in the U.S., so it might be, like, someone higher up in the U.S. who was a part of this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Well, I, don't I mean, know what if that you means. think, like, like if you if you think that the 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 Lake City Quiple signature comes from the Lake City like ammo factory, then obviously it is in the U.S. And number two, like, I did not know that information that you just. I guess that wasn't in my research. I did not know that. Um, and like three, do you like legit think that the U.S. government like hired these this like obscure group of mercenaries on the side of the Israeli government to conduct this murder? Because holy shit, like I don't know if it was the government, but than... maybe someone, <laughs> maybe someone with an interest in controlling politics or in interfering with what was going on already. You know, like it doesn't necessarily have to be mm. the government. But anyone with enough power and resources and money to do so, why wouldn't they? You know, like, I mean, wow. I guess, like, you just can. Like, if you're that rich, like, why not? You know? Mm, interesting. That's an interesting connection that I didn't know about. This The, the rabbit hole goes even deeper than we thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah, like, speaking of rabbit hole, it really was a rabbit hole when, like, I was researching this stuff because, boy, the number one, there was a lot. Two, it was super creepy to go, like, down in because I was like, oh, my God, like, this is real. Like, holy shit. Like, there's just, like, total, like, under like there's a probably a very big network of like underground shit that takes place like this all the time like i i mean i'm sure yeah. there is um it, it's just like how do you find it and i guess this is just one instance where people were able to and it's probably like one of those smaller networks if anything like because i mean truth be told like we do know that this stuff exists obviously um it's just that it's incredibly hard to find and that's mostly because it never happens on like surface level internet kind of like literal you know like www dot websites that you can find like the lake city quiet post website this kind of stuff usually happens in the dark web like um yeah, that, yeah like under you know under the protection of basically like <laughs> like vpns that make it completely anonymous like browsers that make it completely anonymous um yeah. so this stuff happens it's just kind of surprising to people i guess that it happens so like that they were able to find it on a seemingly innocuous website and and that made it far easier for more people to search it because you don't have to download like Tor, for example. And I think this is why this blew up because people were like finding more and more connections. I mean, matter of fact, there's a Lake City Quiet Pills Reddit nowadays that is dedicated to the mystery, and it's it's um, updated pretty constantly. So 
this is like mm-hmm. a still kind of a big thing. People are still really interested in it. Um, the last thing I saw on the subreddit that I thought was really interesting was someone was talking about, um, I guess Milo might have had an, an uh, illegitimate daughter and she's um, currently like spreading disinformation about the Lake City Quiet Place mystery as if to um, like send people off the trail. Like it's really confusing. The point is that the subreddit is uh, constantly updated. So people are still on this. Uh, and I think that's, if anything, the most impressive thing. <laughs> the internet does yeah. not give up on on a good mystery. Um, <laughs> so, uh, okay. So well, back to 2010, though. So this this is as a nation takes place. What happens afterwards? So after this, there was no visible activity um, on the website on the LakeCityQuietPills.com website for the next couple of weeks following the assassination of Alma Poob. Um, at least non pertaining to this specific story. But then roughly two weeks later, there's a post titled Party Bills that read as follows. Uh, Here is the final for the party. Hotel rooms, 48,341. Limo, 6,080. Bus, 569. Bar bill, 18,890. That's a lot of drinks. Food, 8,030. <laughs> Dancers, 8,300. Miscellaneous tips, 850. Miscellaneous expenses, 2,840. Medical supplies, 180. And then in parentheses, Fat Tommy and Stu are okay too. Thank God Fat Tommy is okay. <laughs> um, total, $94,080. You all did Dutch Milo proud. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's an ex- that's one expensive birthday party, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, listen. <laughs> I mean, I guess most of it went into the hotel rooms. That makes sense. But, <laughs> like, bitch, this was no birthday party, okay? Whatever. Um, okay, so what happens? This is posted, and then a couple um, of days later, like, the usual job requests that we had that we that we had seen on this website they they come back just like business as usual basically uh, things like um two business class security non conus fluent french requested or immediate need for korean fluent korean slash dialect slash accent details after contact six week six week half pay sequester on refusal six month gig bonus like you know job postings started coming up again uh, this continued until around the spring of 2010, which is around two months after the assassination of Mabhub. Um, that was when uh, a couple of curious Redditors started um, like poking around the source code of the website and uncovered these messages. So now we we're, we we go back to like so now we're at real time, not actually 2019 real time, but real time as in this is when the mystery was actually uncovered in 2010 even though this website had been in operation for years. Um, and that's where we start to talk, basically. In 2010 was when all of this was discovered. The source code of the website, like, people were started reading it. Um, the the website owner, probably Angel, like, noticed this. And soon after, people started, like, posting links about this stuff on Reddit and links to the website on Reddit. And almost as soon as this happened, the code for, like, City Quiet Pills was changed and encrypted. And shortly thereafter, the website was taken offline for good because people were still trying to decrypt it. Like, people are relentless. So the website was taken down, so you cannot see the website anymore today. Um, but, yeah. But that'll happen. That's the story, basically. Very spooky, very creepy. Um... Yeah. Well, the <laughs> fact that it was taken down, like it was shut down, um, 
I guess, you know, you could say maybe it's because it was shut down because it's like a gross porn site, but also, it, like, the fact that you can't dive into this anymore speaks to me on the level of, like, well, they found out that these dumb Redditors were watching them, so they shut it down. Like, that's just the way my mm -hmm. brain thinks, but that's also informed by what we already know. So I don't know, maybe that's... maybe it's not, but... That just seems real sketch to me. It's like they finally realized someone was watching them, you know? Yeah, I guess. Um, f oh, so something super interesting. Like, going back to something that you mentioned earlier about Milo's age and how he, like, potentially lied about it. I mean, he most definitely lied about it. because Just, I mean, we don't know his actual age, but, like, we do know that he lied just because a lot of his accounts of his time in the military just don't line up. To me, honestly, the biggest thing isn't even that. When I was first researching this, for me, the biggest thing was, like, an 80-year-old knows how to use Reddit, like, fluently. Like, <laughs> I would be shocked. Like, that really was what did it for me. I was like, I honestly doubt this person's that old. Um, but like something that is a little more solid proof wise is um so the guy from what i understand he claimed to have been born in 1930 and that he was 79 years old at the time of his death in 2009 um however in 2007 the people some people found a comment that he had posted that year that said that he uh -huh. was 70 so yeah um like he says that he had um he had been at the Battle of Normandy, uh, that he, like, had first been drafted into the military when he was 14 years old, um, which, I mean, seems unlikely to me, uh, I guess because, like, he looked older than his age and <laughs> never checked his papers, and so he got drafted at 14, and he was at the Battle of Normandy, and also was, like, fighting in Jerusalem in 1949. Like, okay, that's fine, but the math doesn't add up when you say you're 70 in 2007, and then you say you're 79 in 2009. Um, yeah. anyway, I mean, I don't think the guy was a literal, like, 20-something troll that was claiming to be an old guy. He probably was in his late 60s, maybe even early 70s, just based off of all the military strategy knowledge that he seemed to have, because he posted about this stuff all the time. So he knew a lot of stuff like that. So he sounds like an old man, it's just, we're not sure why he would lie about his age like that. Anyway, um there okay so as if that wasn't enough um the language of of this user's uh post religion of peace um were plugged into the website uclassify.com which basically analyzes the age of someone's language i visited it and it's super interesting actually um and what they found was the website hinted that this person was probably a way younger individual someone in the age range of 36 to 50 years old um, this is just from like the way they speak, like slang, etc., etc. Um, I don't know how reliable the website is, but this just kind of adds more to the pile. You know what I mean? Like it just adds wood to the fire. So, um, paired with the knowledge that this user possessed of like very intricate computer terminology, which is like kind of what I was thinking about, it really doesn't seem to me that he was actually 79 years old. But whatever. Um, <laughs> one last point I wanted to make that I thought was super interesting was so the name Milo, right? Um, what if that wasn't his actual name? <laughs> what if that was a title of sorts or like a rank or an acronym? Um, the article that I found um, that I read for this mentions that 
they themselves discovered a white paper titled Intelligence and Peace Support Operations, which they took an excerpt from. This is on the article, and I'm going to read it. And it says, The military intelligence liaison officer concept has existed for a long time in the UK. The aim is to have a group of trained intelligence officers available with a broad background who could be quickly deployed to any potential mission area to assist in the planning and preparation of any potential peacekeeping operation. There's a little bit more, but that's basically the gist of it. Um, but listen to the first like sentence that I read, right? Military intelligence liaison officer. Milo. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's an acronym. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like... I just, I just thought that added a little bit more to the mysterious pile, and I thought it was interesting to bring up, because for all we know, that wasn't his real name. And there's another, there's, there's even more layers to this that we're not aware of. So, <sighs> that's what I have. I don't know. Was this a weird scheme or a hoax? I don't think so, but I guess we don't know. Well, we'll never know. Unsolved mysteries. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. Maybe I'm just really lazy, but who would go through all this trouble if it was just going to be, like, deleted and dissolved and no one was going to take credit for this if it was a game or something, you know? Yeah, that's what makes me think it's not a hoax. I mean, I agree. Well, also, because when I was, like, doing research into other stuff, like, for mysteries, um, I watched this, like, 35-minute-long video about this really interesting, like, mystery. And I was like, oh, this is a good topic. I should talk about this. And it literally ended by the guy proving that it was a hoax, saying that it was his college thesis. And I was like, what the fuck? Come on! <laughs> like, that stuff just really pisses me off. Like, if you're going to do that, like, at the beginning of your video, say, this is a hoax. Like, come on. Because <laughs> then you become invested, and then you're shocked at the end, where they're like, oh, actually, yeah. it's all shit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> I was so um, not I was so not happy about that. That's funny. I, I also found that like the, the, the username two six could be something similar. Like it could be like a term for something like in British military culture. Um uh there was like this Wikipedia page for like a term called two six heave. It's basically like like a navy operation where civilians work together. I thought that was kind of a stretch, but you know, it's also a thing. Like we don't know. Like we don't know. Maybe like Angels Angel Two Sixes like Reddit username was a hint to that. Um, maybe like Milo's name was a nod to the Milo acronym. We don't know. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. So I forgot to mention this is unresolved, but the actual assassination is also unresolved. Like, I know that I, I mentioned that, like, authorities were able to figure out, like, a lot of, um, like, phone records and bank records and um, hotel security camera footage. Like, they obtained all of that. But the actual, like, culprits for the assassination were never actually detained or found. Like, again, they found, like, flight records that indicated that these people, like, flew all around the world kind of to dissipate and leave no trail after the assassination. But they weren't actually found. So there's that <laughs> um yeah so i mean it, it, and it appears to me that if we're connecting this to like city quiet pills it makes sense you know they, they weren't found because 
afterwards, like we read the like the website, someone posted on the website, like, you know, it, it was a success. Here are the bills for the party. And thank you all like uh, Dutch Milo would be so proud. So, you know, you wouldn't say that if no one if someone was caught. Matter of fact, like maybe someone was almost caught. Maybe two people were almost caught, you know, Fat Tommy and Stu. But in the end, they weren't. <laughs> and maybe that's why they said, you know, Fat Tommy and Stu are okay, by the way. Like, holy shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, this is and, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And they got 38 rooms, so maybe there were more people involved than just 24, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. For sure. So, <sighs> everyone, that's what we have for you today. <laughs> I hope you liked it. <laughs> It kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies a little, just because, like, even more so than something paranormal, just because, like, I mean, I don't, like, so many people have talked about this, like, we're not, like, scary talk is going to be targeted and shut down by, like, mercenaries because we talk, like, it's fine, but, like, it still creeps me out, like, the fact that this is a thing. And it is a thing, because even if, like, City Quiet Pills itself, this specific case isn't real, like, we know this kind of work exists. Wet work, as it's called. So... And it's, you know, it's a thing. I mean, and it's in movies and everything, but, like, people forget that it is real and that sometimes it can have, like, very big implications. I mean, that's kind of fucking huge. Like, we're talking about the the Gaza Strip conflict. Like, that's big, and I don't know. It's just, it's super interesting, like, exploring the connections. But Do um, Do you think that mercenaries have a union? To make sure they get, like, fair wages for their labor. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> but, Man, you know... rough. I know, I know, Fight it is it's rights. rough work. <laughs> <laughs> they're um, out there risking their lives, you know? <laughs> they're, out, they're out there risking their lives to kill people. <laughs> yeah, but um, you don't know what oh, those by the way, have done. <laughs> I, I watched Gemini Man, and this is not a spoiler, but like Will Smith basically is is an, like an assassin, um, and yeah, it just it, re- it reminded me of that. But like actually talking about the movie, uh, kind of sucks. <laughs> so yeah, I bet <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah maybe save your money. I don't know. Like it's cool to see like young Will, young Will Smith. Like you 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 definitely get into the uncanny valley at some point though because you can tell that like. It's it's weird. Like I feel like the segments of the movie that they knew they were gonna use for the trailer, like they put a lot of money into those CGI shots, but like the rest of them, maybe not so much. Um, it's kind of weird. Like I don't know. It's kind of yeah. weird. Um, anyway, on that note, <laughs> everyone, thank you for listening to us this week. Uh, if you have any um, uh, topic suggestions for future episodes, please do let us know by DMing us at TalkScary on Twitter. You can also find this website on all podcast listening platforms. Um, Shannon, what are those podcast listening platforms? We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> and more. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> um, uh, any any last thoughts? No, um, I will say that don't bother watching Gemini Man. Just go watch Alien again. You will not be disappointed. I I might just do that if they're showing it at my local theater because I don't think I've actually ever seen that like <gasps> like in full. Yeah, I know. I've, I feel like I've seen parts. I've definitely seen Prometheus, which I'm not gonna say it's as good as Alien, but you know, it's 
it's kind of like new generation Alien, and I love that movie. So I get the gist of the movie Alien. I still have to watch it though. Um, everyone, uh, the Mothman is real. Try to not become the target for an assassination attempt and Dagina. And thank you for listening. Um, we'll see you next week. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs>